Let's get ready for some wheel nerds. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is our weekly podcast about motorcycle and stuff. Yes, yeah. especially stuff, but mostly motorcycles. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. And we're going to come every week and talk about motorcycles. So for this week, our inaugural week, we're going to talk about Chuck's Buell. <laughs> yeah. Which runs great all the time, with no problems. There's nothing wrong with it It's at all. going to be a boring, boring segment. And then we're going to talk about the ride we took with the Buell and my Strom, where nothing went wrong either. No, that was really uneventful. Totally. Yeah. Totally boring. Um, and then we'll actually talk about the Triumphs that we rode up at the dealership who didn't want us to ride their Triumphs. I think they thought we were dirtbags. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked, really. They did have food. Wait, were you here for the band? <laughs> <laughs> and the barbecue. Okay, but who the hell are we? We should talk about who we are. So who the hell are you, Chuck? What do you do? What do you ride? Uh, let's see. I've got, the, what, the three bikes. I uh, started out on the Ninja 250. I could argue two and a half. Two and a half. No, hey, it ran. It ran yesterday. Good point. Yeah. Started out on the Ninja 250. That was my, my entry into the motorcycle world. Um, after that, I've got a VFR 800, a Suzuki M50. And That's the one he wants to cruise down State Street looking cool and hang out with his friends in their color-matched leathers. I'm hoping a girl will jump on at a stoplight at some point. Well, it is a sexy bike, i got to admit. I'm, I'm still and waiting for that. For those who haven't seen the M50, the M50 is a it's a Suzuki Intruder engine stuck in this really cool, fatty kind of frame with this nice upswept back front. I mean, this is a sexy bike. This bike is so sexy. If you're riding down the street and you point at someone you find attractive, their clothes fly off of them. I'm still working on that. You, you point. I, it, it's... I've got the shirt so far to kind of flutter. Oh, God. It's not. Nah. And then, uh, you know, after the Boulevard, the, the M50, I've got a uh, 2006 Buell Ulysses, which runs great and never has a problem ever. whatsoever. No. Ever. All Flawless. Myth that anything ever went wrong with it. Right. What are you riding, Todd? I'm riding my V-Strom right now. I've got a Honda Nighthawk that I'm unloading. A little 250, which uh, with my fat butt on it, I have to say, looks like a bear on a tricycle. Does I that, don't get girls on it. Does that make the girls' clothes fly off at the stoplight? No, I'm pretty sure they put on fur coats when that comes by, actually. You know, I, actually, I think it's your other bike that the fur oh, coats well, come out for. Yeah, well, the Ural, the Troll, a 2007. For those who aren't paying attention, that is Russian bike is good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's never anything wrong with that one, either. You know, it comes with the sidecar for the attractive monkey babushka. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yes, and a good strong shock for her too. It, oh yeah, that is a sexy bike. Yes, I'm really jealous of that one. That one's it's it, it's loads of fun. The thing about riding a Ural is you get this sidecar delay factor. So just because you have a sidecar, it's absolutely impossible for people to leave you alone. So I'm riding down the street and people are taking camera phone pictures of me. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. Which is safe. <laughs> <laughs> they won't run into it at all that way. No, no, I'm no. sure it won't happen. Actually, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Things we have dodged. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good weekly segment here. But yeah, so I've got the Euro Patrol. Chuck has uh, has been the monkey, and he's gotten to sit in there and sip margaritas while I do all the goddamn work. Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, that was pretty good. The blender was a good touch. I like that. Mm, mm. It's hard to find 12-volt ones. So uh, you want to talk about the Ulysses? Let's talk about the Ulysses. Why don't the, you, why don't you start start the saga of the Ulysses for us? Start with, start with the, the acquisition of... The Ulysses. The, the Ulysses. So the Ulysses is what my dream bike, right? It's it's. I've been talking about getting one forever, and last year I finally got the go ahead to go and get one. 
right after Harley decided to kill Beale. You know, good timing. It was yeah, it was great. Naturally, yeah. So you know, I found one for sale. A guy had put uh, thirty-five thousand miles on it. Uh, he's uh, co-authored two books on motorcycle roads, road trips through, through the, here in the Northwest. Um, I'm hoping maybe at you know a later podcast we might get him on here to talk about that. That would be cool. So you know, it's it's been ridden well, and the bike really was in good shape. It's you know, I bought it. <laughs> that, that 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 folks is foreshadowing. <laughs> the bike was fine. Everything was great. Everything was great. And, you know, for the first while I was riding it, everything was great. We uh, we went on the road trip with it. The, the doomed, cursed road the trip to hell. The doomed, cursed road trip from hell. We should talk about the doomed, cursed road trip for a minute. Yeah, well, let's, let's segue into that. Okay. Mmm, <laughs> jungle drums. <laughs> so for those who uh, don't know Chuck, which is probably everybody listening to this. Yeah. Long ago, Chuck angered a tiki god by crossing a line or walking under a ladder. Or... I think it was all those graves I dug up in the jungles of South America. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. Except him then. I needed ashtrays, you know, the skulls. You mm. turn them upside oh, down. Oh, sure. Well, then they'd fly on the top. Yeah. But, so Chuck, Chuck angered a tiki god, and it's given Chuck the worst luck in the world with motorcycles. And unfortunately, Particularly the Buell. Particularly the Buell. <laughs> and unfortunately, it seems to have... Stuck on to me somehow, too. Yeah, you keep talking to me. I think that's the problem. Mm, you're right. I should or going on, going on rides with me. <laughs> you know what? We have to stop now. <laughs> so we, we, we decided we're going to go for, what was it, a three-day, four-day ride? A three-hour tour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to take a ride through Colorado. It's going to yeah. be great. we got plans, Grand Mesas We're, we're going there. camp. We're going to just be dudes. <laughs> it's going to be great. Smelly. Drinking beer. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. It's gonna be, what, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Day one. <laughs> Hour one. Hour one. <laughs> we, we, we pull into the Walmart and... Uh, in right? Yeah, oh, no, that wasn't even day one. Day one started with, I'm at work and I'm going to go home. This is actually day minus one, isn't it? Yeah. So day minus one. Hour minus whatever that is. I'm at work. And I got a message from Chuck. The message reads roughly, fuck, 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 fucking fucks, goddammit, fuck. I paraphrase. I'm trying to remember this. No, this is this is where your work decided it was time to uh, keep you working. Oh. Days off notwithstanding. That That's why I probably blocked that out. Uh, <laughs> I don't like to think about work. <laughs> Chuck's shivering now, folks. Yeah, okay. So where, where we leave a daylight, because Chuck's work sucks. Made me work. Made him work. Can on you my, believe on that my shit? on my vacation day? You need a job that doesn't make you work. Yeah. Maybe you know. Are they hiring where you are? We might be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we take off. We go to Evanston. Day one. We take off. Day one. Evanston. Hour one. We pull into the uh, to the Walmart. We pull in for lunch first, and then decide to pull into the Walmart because uh, I need to pick up. Oh, that's right. My twelve volt wasn't working. My double accessory wasn't working. Foreshadowing. So I thought maybe it was the uh, the plug. So we go into the Walmart. We buy a new plug. We come out. And I walk between the bikes, and I'm standing there between the two of them. I'm looking at Chuck's rear case. 
thinking, something doesn't feel right here, but I can't quite put my finger on what. I, I thought I zipped up the pocket on my tank bag. And that's when Chuck starts making the face. <laughs> you know the face you make when you can't find your keys? At all. And you're in a parking lot of a Walmart. In Evanston, Wyoming. A good hour from home. Where Utah goes to buy beer and porn. Yeah, it's that kind of face. Mm. Yeah. That kind of face. So Chuck starts making that face, patting his pockets. Yeah. Things are not looking up. No. So somebody stole Chuck's keys to his luggage, which he left in his side case for, or his side bag, or what was it, tank bag? Might have been the tank bag. Yeah. Might have been, yeah, the tank bag, or the, or might have been hanging out of the rear case. Oh, okay. With a sign that said, steal my underwear? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, that was what was going on. Yeah. Well, and you were missing batteries. Yeah, I was missing batteries. So someone stole batteries out of my tank batteries bag. So, and, and so if you find a guy, okay, folks, if you find a guy in Evanston, Wyoming, and he's got... He's got some rechargeable uh, batteries. And Superman and, underoos. And Superman underoos. <laughs> you need to turn him in. That bastard, he... That's the guy. That's the guy. Okay. I really like those underoos. They made me feel super... I can't go on any more trips with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we well, go home. That's why we have separate tents. Right, and it's a good thing. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're screwed. Chuck's uh, side cases are now permanently locked closed. Where, Securely locked closed. Where we should note the food is. Yeah, food. Food, like fresh food, like fruits. Which is sure not to rot in a side case. And not heat of oh. Evanston, Wyoming. At the Walmart. Yeah. No, everything's cool. Yeah. So we go home. And, uh, you know, I cut story short, I went to get a locksmith. And he found one. Found one. He said he could do it. He came right out. I was like, I don't have the key for this here, the blank. I'll run back to my office, and then I'll get the key, and I'll run right back here. I'm telling Todd, a couple hours, we'll be back on the road. I'm sitting at home next to my fully loaded bike, not quite willing to take all of my gear off, sitting in my motorcycle boots. Because, you know, maybe an hour. Two hours. And then it got dark, mm. as the, the locksmith fell off the face of the planet. Didn't answer his phone. Didn't answer his phone. <laughs> Eaten by a tiki. God. Vanished for the entire day. And most of the next morning. Yes. Finally called me up back the next day, and his, his locksmith truck had been towed. He just parked at the next job over on the way back to the office. He comes back out and it had been towed. And since it had my phone number in there and his cell phone, yeah, he couldn't call me, couldn't take calls. Seven missed calls. <laughs> Chuck Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Tiki towed away his uh, his, his it's, it's the Tiki. It's yeah. completely the Tiki. I think he even saw it. There was a little short thing with a headdress. Yeah. 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 Towed, towed away the truck. So there we are. The next day. We've got two days left. Yeah. We've, we've, we've dicked away two and a half days. But we got keys. We have keys. We can lock things. It's great. <laughs> and unlock things. Look. Even better. Ooh, also <laughs> So with our totally geared up bikes ready for a three-day trip, we jump aboard. We blast off. Away we go. Except we can't do a three-day trip through Colorado anymore. Right. So that, that whole trip got... Uh, we, we just ended up going north. Yeah, so we went north. We went up to uh, Jackson Hole area. Yeah, toward Bridger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that actually worked out. 
Yeah. So we went down this road called Gray's River Valley. There's a, the town before, I can't even remember what it's called, the town before Jackson you buy beer in. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we stopped in the town before Jackson you buy beer in. And we bought beer in the town before Jackson that you buy beer in, which is where you buy beer. We bought beer. Mm, beer. So, did we talk about the beer? I don't know. We oh. bought beer in this town. Right. So, <laughs> south of this town is this road, this dirt road, Gray's River Road. Yep. And we got nowhere particular to be for a day until we have to be back at work because we only have a day and a half to ride. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and so we go south on this road to explore it. Turns into a dirt road. Turns into a really rough and tough dirt road. It was super tough and there were old people in minivans. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. Yep. We were extreme. So we rode down the road for a while. We found a camping I, spot. I, I felt extreme. Should we read something else? Ooh, let's read something extreme. We're going to have an extreme moment now. We're going to yeah. do a dramatic reading from the Touratech catalog. This is the catalog they send you if you buy anything. Yeah. And uh, you could defend your house with it. It's so big. Uh, one thing you might need on your extreme ride is whether you need to read it, re- need it to read by, cook or make repairs. The Touralite tent lamp is always reliable and produces enough light. Not too much. Not, Not too only for the bookworms. <laughs> Our innovative tour light tent lamp makes full use of the advantages of LED technology. The lamp is brighter and has a longer service life. Produces light, not heat. Wow. What if you're cold? Then you do not need the tent lamp Turalite. TM. Thank you. You're welcome. Would that we had had tent lamps, which produce heat and not light. <laughs> the tiki would have made something go wrong. The tiki didn't make something go wrong. <laughs> so we find a great campsite next to the river. It was an awesome campsite. That was the coolest campsite ever. It was fantastic. Beautiful campsite. See the mountains from it. It was in the crook of two rivers. Someone left us a pile of wood. Yep. That doesn't burn? At all. No. <laughs> so Chuck, Chuck's Mr. Boy Scout, and I'm Mr. Thrown Out of Boy Scouts. And we gave it our damnedest, and we got a... Uh, we got a fire. Yep. In it, the strictest sense of the word, it, it was a fire. Burn, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smokey the Bear would have cried tears at the sight of that. <laughs> it was a fire. Yep. It burned. Yep. And we didn't totally use fire. gasoline. Nope. I should have. <laughs> so, no, we had the, the good night of camping. Now. Yeah. That was actually cool. That was nice. I froze my ass off. Did you? Yeah. I was in a 40-degree bag, and I'm thinking, it's summer. Yeah. It'll be great. It won't be at all cold in the fucking mountains near Wyoming. By a Utah stream. border, by a stream in a valley. It was pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't cold. Yeah, I was wrapped in two blankets inside my sleeping bag that night. I was I was pretty warm in my in my bag in in my giant tent <laughs> my my Costco tent nobody likes you <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning we take off and we get going on this gravel road on the gravel road, road. Ro- ro- rocky yep. road. Yeah. and after avoiding a million cows like all the cows ever and that 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 roundup the herd oh yeah right so we're the seeing cowboy. all these cows and thinking wow there's all these cows and no cowboys says Chuck. <laughs> well, luck was with us. We came over one hill, and there's a cowboy running cows, which was pretty cool. It was it was a Marlboro moment. I I was I felt like I was in Flavor Country. Note <laughs> self. Don't let Chuck name things. <laughs> All right. 
That's what made me feel manly about what I did next on the Buell. What did you do next on the Buell, Chuck? I, I, I fed it. <laughs> so the there we Buell, are. The Buell was hungry. Going down the road. Needed to it's eat. a beautiful road. And the cool thing about this road in Grace River Valley is there aren't many people in this. There's all this. The further down you go, the more wildlife there is. There are, there are birds and cows and more elk, cows. Elk and horses. Horses. And there's and cute, fluffy, beautiful, huggable bunny rabbits. Had it coming. <laughs> and if you would chuck, the bunny rabbits are going to die. <laughs> it had it coming. I looked in my rearview mirror after dodging this bunny rabbit who had decided it was time for a suicidal run across the road in front of the two huge bikes. He <laughs> came back. <laughs> after you dodged in, he, he, he realized his mistake of letting you dodge it and came back at me. Yeah, and he, and he it was gotcha. All, it was all teeth and fur. All I see is a bunny rabbit with its legs <laughs> stiff out in the air, do three backflips and land on its head in the road, coming off of Chuck's rear wheel. Sometimes the Buell needs blood. <laughs> All I could think was, oh, the cute bunny rabbit. Your daughter would be sad. She'd cry. Sometimes the Buell needs blood. It's, it's, so just, it's, a, it's a fact of life. It's, it's in the, so fluffy and it's, soft. It's in the owner's manual. Uh, on page 12, the Buell needs blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, why is your manual here in the basement instead of with your bike that you keep breaking? Because uh, I've got the repair manual up there. Good thing, eh? That's sort of more useful. <laughs> this just tells me how to set the preload, which I don't have a whole lot of use for at the moment. It runs. God damn it. Yeah, as it happened, we lucked out because we found that lady in the truck. Yes, the ranger. Well, two ladies, actually. I guess it wasn't the truck. There was the ranger and the weird fat lady who mumbled. You were the one talking to them. Well, there was a ranger and a weird fat lady. Okay. And you filmed them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize why they're they're giving me this. So I had a camera on the side of my head, the big dorky GoPro camera on the side of my head. Right. And did you see this new accessory for it? Oh. The backpack. No. They've come out. I guess there's a little port on the back of your little hero camera. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, there, there's two accessories now. One's like an extended battery. Sure, okay. And the other one's an LCD screen. The hell with, you say? With uh, on-screen menu controls. So I could actually aim the thing and not have it be slightly tipped at seasick camera you for a whole trip? You could see what it's pointed at, yeah. Which would be really useful on the side of my helmet. And the uh, menu is very clear-cut, straightforward, and not, uh, not archaic at all. Wow. And yeah, okay. On the side of your helmet, it probably wouldn't be that useful. But if you had like mounted on the bike or something, you, you're trying to get on my back seat, riding bitch here. No, I'm with the camera. No, no, that's what it sounds like. No, no, I'm no. unsettled. I was thinking I'd, I'd be in the, in the sidecar. Okay, I can let's aim it that way. Sure, sure. There's a mount there. Okay, that's I not. Hard. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be two dudes on a motorcycle. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not that there's anything wrong with that. Just like there's nothing wrong if you have a large truck with jacked up suspension and swamper tires that's really clean and you go on the weekends to a car wash full of other dudes and take off your shirt and soap up your car. Okay. <laughs> that's not weird at all. I I don't even know where that's coming from. Just out of the blue. Okay. It's all it's on all the time. I'm Okay. Anyway, the lady told us that the road we were going on was toast. Yes. It wasn't a road anymore. Flooded out. Washed out. Yep. Not a road. There ain't no road no more. But there was a better road. There was a better road. She sent us over the, what was it, McDougal Gap? Mm-hmm. McDougal Gap, you should totally check out. Good memory. If you haven't. Thank you. 
You can do it on two humongous touring bikes with mostly street tires. Yeah. And be basically okay. Mind the bunnies. Um, and yeah, McDougal Gap goes up through the mountains, goes over them, and comes down in the beautiful Rocky Mountain Trench next of Wyoming, which is just gorgeous. Yeah, that was that was a really fortunate turn. Yep, absolutely. For an otherwise unfortunate trip. <laughs> the downside is, is once you go through all the beautiful stuff, you get down into the real part of the trench, and you're in uh, you're in the road north of Kemmerer, Wyoming. You're in oil country. Oil country. Here's the thing about oil country in Wyoming. Good food. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> the oil wells have all been built. And that means you don't need very many people employed there anymore. Not even real people people. Just just guys in trucks. Yeah. They wash them? <laughs> Do they take their shirts off? I don't know. Are you sure? Because you sound like you have experience about this. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so you come down through Big Piney, and you come into whatever the town south of Big Piney is that has that one ooh. gas station. Yeah, open. one open gas station, one open food thing in the gas station. Yep. <laughs> we should we should preface this next part with Chuck is Chuck is kind of vaguely ethnic. No one's no one can really tell what he is looking at him, but they're pretty sure he's a little bit of something not you. I blend. He blends. So we wherever go, I am. So we go into this place. Two guys in motorcycle gear walk into a gas station. <laughs> filled with filled with beefy guys who work on oil rigs. <laughs> And sit down at the counter, where two ladies are making burgers. Awesome burgers. Really good burgers. Awesome burgers. Really good. Underneath a bunch of signs. And bumper stickers. And and, and, and they all had a common theme. Common theme. Yeah, and it wasn't, uh, you know. It wasn't accept your neighbors. It no. wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, let's all be friends. Yeah. Uh, let's recycle. Yeah. No. Let's support your local government. Yeah. Support your no. national government. Yeah. Yeah, uh, healthcare for all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. When you're uh, when when the revolution comes, it's going to come from Big Piney, Wyoming. We have seen the gas station. <laughs> if there is a bad thing to be said about liberals, the government taxes, government taxes, liberal governments, and I'm running out of ideas here. Help. Right. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. That, that's yeah. that's the idea. That's that's the theme. Anyway, they're. They're bad. I read this on a poster in Big Piney. Several posters. Lots. And a, a post-it note. There, mm-hmm. was a, there was a yellow post-it note that said Obama was bad. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one. That made it true. <laughs> note to self. Obama bad. Obama bad. I better stick this somewhere so I remember. <laughs> if only there had been more post-its passed around. <sighs> Yeah, you know, and we're sitting at that counter, and the whole time I, I'm digging Todd in the He's like, ribs with the elbow. <laughs> look, look, and I'm like, we're gonna get shot. <laughs> I am gonna fucking get shot in a, in a gas station burger joint in no, Wyoming. Let's just say it. it. It was a it was a hick joint. Yeah, it was a hick joint, and yeah. I I say that coming from a family composed of hicks. It was a hick joint. My dad would felt right at home in that. He would blended right in. He would have. But man, I was. just wanting you to say something. I wasn't going to say a thing. I want to live. I want to live too, but I, I want to... Do, 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 back up, back up. We need, we need to talk about, not only reading this place, 
there's there's we will shoot you if you're not like us and like government. There was something specific about we will shoot yeah, you. Yeah, oh, there was there was more than one we will shoot you themed poster. Yeah, there. if you're a liberal, we will shoot you. I would like to talk about the stickers that are on my side cases. <laughs> <laughs> on my left case, I have a sticker that says I don't need an SUV. I already have a huge dick. <laughs> On my right side case, I have a Darwin fish that says, we have the we have fossils. We, we win. win. <laughs> Parked in front of the gas station. Parked in front of the gas station, full of signs that says, we will shoot people who own stickers like Todd. Yeah. I think they even had a picture of you. <sighs> <laughs> I kept li- living in dread, so I'm just going to come inside and go, who's that big ugly black bike out there with those goddamn stickers? See, my bike didn't have stickers like that. So I was, need, you know, poking you the whole time. Yeah, because yeah, you get away. It was construction orange. Yeah, and I blend. They they would think, well, maybe <laughs> I would say you all, and they, it, I'd be fun. <laughs> They'd be like, who's with that guy? Out of him? Not me. And that's how get we got, him. And that's how we got chased out of Big Piney. Yeah. <laughs> but good but trip. The, the, the burgers are worth going for. Go go for the burgers. Stop for the burgers. Watch what you say. And your stickers. And your stickers. Yes. yes. Maybe yes. put a park, towel. Park like against the building or something. If you could chew tobacco and spit it before you walk inside. Yeah, good, it's, good call. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll, that'll add to it. Yeah. All right. So that that's pretty much the whole trip. That's the whole trip right there. after that, it was just a it stretch. Was, yeah. It was Wyoming. Let me tell you, if you haven't ridden across Wyoming on the secondary roads, don't. Yeah. Yeah, the less said the better. When yeah. Kemmerer is the big fancy town you go through, and no, you have not heard of Kemmerer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to go. No, no. Yeah. Go to the mountains. Don't go to central Wyoming. Yes. Um. So, yeah, the Buell. The Buell. Yeah. The Buell. So, that the, was the last last uh, in good shape trip of the Buell, wasn't it? Right. The last not ill-fated because after riding that that gravel road through Bridger and over McDougal's, I really wanted to do more. Yeah. So I did it here in in, in Salt Lake. Yeah. Down in Bonanza Flats. Yeah. Up over to Garzman's Pass and and was coming down toward Delta and I found what was probably a hiking trail. Yeah. And I thought, gee, this would be a a good road to go down on a five hundred pound bike. Yes. With street tires. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> So I get a phone call. <laughs> uh, a little while later. <laughs> Sometime later. <laughs> what was it? Wednesday or Thursday night? Yeah. It was, Wednesday uh, night. 8 just, p.m. Just, yeah, just before dark. Dusk. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> let's let's do a reenactment. I think it's been a pretty dramatic reenactment. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Todd, uh, I, got, I got a question for you. Yes? Is it bad if your bike won't go and you just smell it's like burning rubbery shit coming out of the engine. Hmm. What does it feel like when you rev the engine? What What's the sound it makes? It, it just, it doesn't do anything. It just runs and it, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't go. I see. So does it smell like maybe burning clutch to you? Yeah, yeah, it smells a lot like burning clutch. Can I just cool that down and, and go? Pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> No. How, how, how screwed am I if I'm sitting here revving at 5,000 RPM in first gear and it won't go anywhere? <laughs> I had to put down the phone at this point because I was laughing too hard. Joke was on me, of course. <laughs> so I think, okay, we'll get, we'll get our buddy John to come save us because he's got a trailer. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So where are you? I have a GPS. You have here, a GPS. Here are some coordinates. <laughs> Do you have a pencil? <laughs> so the coordinates turn out that uh, our buddy Chuck's clutch has died in the bottom of a gully. Yes. Some ways from the dirt road. I had ended up at the bottom of a a path, a hiking path, that was very rocky, very large rocks. What was going through your head riding a big bike on that thing? Man, was this fun. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up the top of that hill. Cool. And got to the turnaround, and it was at the top of the hill that I felt the clutch going. And, you know, I've been riding it up all, you know, riding the clutch all the way up of this rocky hill feeling badass and well, I, I got to the top and I was like wow something's wrong I better turn around and see how far I can make <laughs> I better it. turn around a mile ago yeah <laughs> well what's you know I stopped at the bottom of this hill to take pictures and I was looking at it for a good few minutes before I thought yeah, I even thought maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should turn around here. I've had a good time, but then I was like, little tiny Todd, nothing <laughs> <laughs> me into this. Just go, go, just do it. I never say that. It would you would if you laughed. Well, if it was funny to you. <laughs> of course, once you got out there. Yes, once I got out there. With no trailer. <laughs> With no trailer because John could not be found and he didn't want to drive in the dark. He was at a hockey game, wasn't he? No, I, he was at home. It was, it was, he was... Um, oh, that's right. He was, didn't want to drive in there the was dark. His, his stories were on. Yeah, or his stories. Something. I don't know. His, his, his stories. I, I Dramatic readings from Tour Tech, Tech catalog. Yeah. So Chuck was out there. Yes. In the bottom yeah. of a gully. And then it was me and Todd and Ruthann. Yes. His lovely, lovely fiancé. Yes, so my lovely fiancé and I drive out on this dark road watching our GPS and hollering for Chuck out the window. <laughs> Finally, we find Chuck standing, standing by the road standing by the road next to a footpath, which is clearly for hiking and not for riding motorcycles on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. Yep. So we hike back and we have to push this thing out, which is where we learn that Chuck is really the brawn and not the brains. Yeah. Well, you know what it was? I realize now, I was just so scared of dropping the bike. Because God knows what could happen. I mean, you might break your clutch or something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'd break it more. (laughs) You can't break it more. There's nothing left. There was pieces. (laughs) So we tow his bike out, and we uh, we protect it with the magic world of a log and a rock, because we're on the side of the hill, and uh, bikes roll when their clutches are dead. Hey, yeah, you know, the newest, hottest makeout spot in Heber City. All the teens loved it. Mm. Oh, Billy, <laughs> let's go to the dead bureau. <laughs> I think parents were giving their kids lectures. Yep. Now, little Susie, don't let Billy take you out to Dead Buell Point. <laughs> You're not going to Dead Buell, are you? I know what goes on at Dead Buell. <laughs> Yeah. That's where the fast kids go. <laughs> they dance. <laughs> They're to their rock music. <laughs> and take pictures on the Buell. 
So anyway, get there the next day and it's covered with used condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and trailer it back home. Yep. Thanks, John. Yep. John saves us with the trailer. Yep. Again. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the clutch is smoked. Well, fortunately, you can get parts really easily because Harley is supporting all the Buell parts still, even though they've killed Buell, right? Sort of. They're totally got them for sale. There's a catalog and everything. They're in Turtech catalog. <laughs> no, they aren't. They're, yeah, they are. What? They're, they're, well, I mean... Uh, wait, wait, why are you running from Harley if they're in the Turtech the catalog? Parts, the parts were in... There's oh, parts okay. for it in the Turtech. Oh, okay. There's, there's, you know, like rock guards. Rock guards. Yeah. Oh, okay. This might have been nice. You know, in Harley's defense, they're, uh, they probably are supporting it. However, in the great state of Utah, <laughs> the Harley dealers are are less than than uh, they they no longer have a business relationship with Buell. Okay, let's put this the way it really is. When Chuck rolls up on the Buell, they turn off all the lights, pull down <laughs> the shades, and close the doors and lock them. They call the other Harley dealerships in town and tell them Chuck is running around on his Buell looking for parts. Oh, that's a lie because you wouldn't be running around on it. Shut up. (laughs) So yeah, so you had to go like overseas or over the overseas for American bike parts. I I went to California. That counts. I have family there, so it was convenient. It's vaguely overseas, right? It's over there. Good enough. Yeah. And, you know, well, it's not Utah, so anything not Utah is overseas. No, okay. Well, the good news is he got to California, and they had the Buell parts catalog, and he got the part he needed because he picked it out of the catalog using the number. Right. Yep. All of, all of the parts that are clearly and accurately <laughs> numbered in the Buell parts catalog. There is no confusion whatsoever with that catalog. Mind you, this catalog is what? What year is it? Two thousand eleven. This bike's two thousand six. You know, five years. The five year old catalog. No typos. Anywhere. Anywhere. No. Particularly for the the clutch spring. Yes, bit. the clutch spring. No typo there at all. <laughs> so after buying three different uh, F C L H Z X X Y F H Z X X Y F Burning Eagle H Burning Eagle Edition. Extreme, yeah, limited, yeah. Over the phone. Uh, fortunately, I was I was able to get in there into the San Diego Harley dealer, Sweetwater Harley, who I got to say was they were very helpful. There cool. were there were Buell guys in there. Go to Sweetwater Harley for Buell parts. San Diego. They were they were they straightened it out and got me the right parts. And the Buell lives. And the Buell lived. Yeah, for uh, about twenty minutes. So Buell, for those who don't know, has a cable clutch, but Buell has this cool little stopper on it. So the stopper is made of metal, and the stopper expands when it gets hot, which gives the Buell the world-famous and only one I've ever heard of self-tightening clutch cable. Though I probably had it too tight to start with. I can't imagine you screwing up a clutch. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) So once again, the guys at South Valley Harley here in Salt Lake straightened that out, and they were actually 
just snuck right in, huh? They 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 uh, prefaced it by saying, "We'll look at it, but we can't get parts for it." But they did straighten it right out because all they needed was to have the clutch set properly. It was back on the road. Good stuff. And it was it was good for a, a week. A good solid couple weeks. Five days anyway. The the forks leaking oil. Yeah, the Buell's easy to spot now. <laughs> it's the one with the shiny fork. Yeah, the right fork. Apparently that's that's a problem with the Ulysses too. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to give South Valley a, a shot. Yeah. I'm fixing the Ely. Okay. Well, at least they agreed to fix it. Yeah. Not only did they agree to fix it, the guy was just very... I mean, when he was like, oh, yeah, the parts aren't a problem. I'll get them from American Sport Bike. Don't worry about it. Cool. And I was like, wow. Really? Yeah, I told you this was a Buell, right? <laughs> what? Click. <laughs> did you Did you say Buell? No, he was actually there. He was really cool about it. Huh. So, I think I figure I'll give him a shot. Yeah. So South Valley will take Buells. The South Valley will take it. They will work on it. Um. And worse comes worse, I'll have a, a funny story out of it. Yes, we can only hope. Yeah. Oh, you didn't want Harley forks on that one. <laughs> We what? put the extreme burning eagles, flaming skull. We thought you wanted a chopper front. <laughs> That's what everyone comes in here for. Chopper fronts. That might look kind of cool on the on the, on the like, Yeah, that'd be great until you actually try to ride it. Yeah, it'd be kind of, you know, it'd be cool. Pull up in front of the, the potato ranch. <laughs> Ape hangers like here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I think we have a permanent segment going here. Is the what's wrong with the Buell this week? Yeah, I'll get that fixed mm-hmm. before Durango. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buell this week. Buell this week. New segment. <coughs> All right. Does it run? We... Does it not run? <laughs> Can we take bets? Have a pool? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Because no one else ever has a problem with their bike. No, ever. Everything's great. Yeah. I have never over tightened a drain bolt and stripped out plug you never almost you know put a wrench through your own head trying to chase down some odd problem no 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 and the strom has never been been grounded because one screw is loose no no you never like analyzed the entire electrical system (laughs) we better not talk about that now (laughs) we're we're out of time we need to move on (laughs) did john send you that link for that little three-wheeled card thing in the on off the top gear no, but I can pretty much guess what it is. It's a three-wheeled system with a gimbal like the MP3 that tilts and has a car you can sit in. Yeah. Because why the hell would you want to be out in the air and wind? Right. It, they looked pretty fun to drive. Yeah? They, okay. They, they were hauling ass on that thing. It looked a lot more fun than, uh, uh, what, what's that, that Scorpion thing? Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, if you want real fun on the three wheels, it's got to be the Robin Reliant. The what? The Robin Reliant? Haven't you seen that episode? Folks, if you haven't seen the Top Gear episode with the Robin Reliant, go and watch it now. When we talk about three-wheeled vehicles in a future one, we'll talk about tip-over lines, and you'll be able to understand why the Reliant Robin is so scary. So it's a car, like a regular car, like yeah. a hatchback, with one wheel in the front. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. So the pilot and the engine are outside of the tip-over lines. Okay. 
Now, what else is there in a car? There's gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's as good as it sounds. Huh. I, I forgot what the name of this thing was that John sent me. Yeah. But the gimbal system was pretty cool. It made the whole the car independent of the wheels, mm. so the cars look like the car looked like it was swaying independent of of the wheels. Hmm. Uh, I only watched it briefly. I'll have to pull it up on uh, on YouTube Top Gear. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked really cool. Man, yeah. John thought it was interesting. Did it have a BMW logo on it? Really big, right across the side. Okay, it's coming together for me now. Flashing LEDs. I think it even projected a spotlight into the sky, so there was a BMW logo trailing <laughs> along on the clouds. I All I can hear right now in my head is the Batman music. <laughs> <laughs> I see John kind of running toward the camera. You know, we're awfully hard on a guy who rescues us with his trailer so much. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah. 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 But no he, he's a good guy. He is. I'd ride with him anytime. Yep. And he rescues us with his trailer, which is also nice. And uh, deep has a refrigerator full of good beer. Lest we forget that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to do another uh, run soon. Oh, yeah. Another run across the Pony Express Trail to go out to Wendover to get beer. Yeah. I would do that. And not bring it back into Utah, because that would be bad. That would be illegal. Right, excuse me. We, we don't bring beer back into Utah. We get drunk there and then drive, ride back drunk. Because that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> All right. All right. Should, should we, we talk about the visit to the Triumph? Let's talk about the visit to the Triumph dealer. We were thrilled to go to the Triumph dealer, and they were the, not thrilled to have us at all. No, the dealer demo day. They promised ride. Demo day. Riding. 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 And, and, uh, demo day. Well, yeah, and the band. Did you did, well, you, did you see the band? Yeah, no. No. There was a band. Oh, okay. And, so, and food. Yeah. Free food. Mm-hmm. So we arrived at the Triumph dealer, and it was pissing rain. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely, like, rivers across the road, pouring rain. The band hadn't got there yet. No. <laughs> and we go inside, and they ask us if we're there for the band. Yeah. We're like, no. Because we're having a great party here at the, at the mm-hmm. Triumph dealer. Yep. Yep. There'll there. be food and a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were like, okay. That's good. We were promised riding. And they said, oh, well, we, we don't have the bikes ready yet, and it's raining. Yeah, you don't want to ride in the rain. Or snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they try to put us off on, on the riding. Yeah, they they try to they tried numerous tactics, stalling and you, you guys know. you guys know you have to ride in full gear. Yep. We said <laughs> stay there. <laughs> Ran out to the car, come back in our suits. Our Power Man Ultraman suits. Yes. Power Rangers. We even did the poses. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was music. An American flag was flapping behind us. That was cool. I like the swishy line things that yeah. you get when you do that, too. It was really nice of them to have that flag up there. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. in a British motorcycle dealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it took a while. It, it took a bit of talking before they... Yeah, there was, there was a bit of... to establish our credit. I'm... <laughs> Vaguely ethnic. <laughs> That's right. They, <laughs> so they took our cards so they could charge them in case in case we destroyed the bikes. I'm, I I gave them my debit card. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I don't think I could replace a mirror on those bikes. 
You might have been able to pay for for those danishes that we were. Yeah, yeah. I think I ate more in money than I had left in my checking account at the time we were there. So we finally convinced them the last ride. Yep. Yep. And we rode a whole bunch of fun bikes. A whole their whole stable of demo bikes. Yep. With the exception of the Thruxton, we didn't get to ride that. So the Thruxton's the really old school looking one. You know, that looks. uh, It's got the same engine as the Scrambler. I I had enough old school with the Scrambler. Yeah. Yeah. That about did it for us. We should have rode it first. Yeah, we should have rode the Scrambler first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool-looking bike, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's got that uh, nostalgic feel. Mm-hmm. You look at it, mm-hmm. you can definitely... Kind of kind of tanky quality about it. Yeah, you can see the roots. Yeah. Um, we just should not have ridden it last. No, no, we really shouldn't have ridden it after the triple. So the engine on the Scrambler is, you know, it's your parallel twin. It's an updated version of the old British... Uh, engine that the uh, UJMs absolutely destroyed for good reason in the seventies. <laughs> um, Air cool, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 an engine. It goes. It's not particularly exciting. No, everything about it is it it mostly works. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of eh. you get on the brakes and you're like, well, yeah, yeah we're slowing. They stop you. Yeah. Yeah. You get on the throttle. Yeah. We're sort of going. We're now. going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you lean. It leans, kind of. You sort of, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't, a, wasn't a very exciting one. Now, on the other hand. <laughs> what was your favorite bike, Todd? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, uh, also let, known let's as... start with yours because it sounds less <laughs> like, uh, like. <laughs> what, what was your favorite bike, also known as the bike you should never be allowed to own? Yeah. So we rode, <laughs> we rode the Street Triple, we rode the Speed Triple, and we rode the Rocket 3. Mm-hmm. And out of those, the Street Triple was my favorite. I love that bike. That bike and me just really get along. You yeah. get on that thing and it just disappears beneath you. It's just you hurtling down the road. It's like a mind no motorcycle connection. I really love the ergos, the, the the responsiveness of the engine, the way you could just throw that bike from side to side. Oh yeah, the thing thing had amazing handling. The most like neutral, easy handling I've ever felt. It doesn't feel like it weighs anything. That was the other thing that was kind of you, cool. You're about just it. floating. Yeah. Yeah, apart from being on, you know, bright green crotch rocket. Yeah, yeah. Now keep in mind the Street Triple is the slow crotch rocket of the group at 110 measly horsepower or so. And it, it just was very well behaved. Yes. Unlike its bigger brother. Its bigger brother. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> so the Speed Triple. <laughs> Aptly named. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so the Speed Triple is fast. <laughs> I got on the Speed Triple, and it was amazing. First of all, the, the ergos that they've got going for this thing. The bikini fairing thing, I didn't think was going to be any good. You know, they've got yep. this little, like, wanker fairing on the front that's, like, smaller than a magazine we've got on the desk here. But, um... Wanker, way- wanker's good. You know, it's British. It fits. Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah. yeah. See see what I did there? Yeah. It's very clever. So, <laughs> I just got this little bitty fairing, and I'm thinking, okay, this isn't going to do anything. And we get rolling, and this fairing actually makes this incredibly clean airstream, puts just enough, like smooth air on your chest to kind of hold you up and you're not too far forward you're not too far back you didn't like feel the, like you were humping it no I didn't feel like a monkey humping a football in the tank you which was pretty to. cool <laughs> that came later <laughs> it costs extra <laughs> but yeah so it's a really comfy bike for being what's basically a totally ridiculous hooligan bike you know <laughs> No storage, no fairing, no weather protection. Just all power. Yeah, just it's got an engine and handlebars and a seat and some wheels and fast. It's got a lot of fast. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they were thinking, call the tow truck when I left the dealer on that thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they could hear you giggling all the way down. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, probably. Yeah, we pulled out, and I was in front on the speed triple, thinking, okay, this is, you know, this, this steering's a little heavy on the speed triple, so I wasn't entirely sold on it. It definitely, in comparison to the street triple, you really, you gotta, you gotta know what you're doing to really steer the speed triple. It takes a little coercion, which is funny for a bike like that. But yeah, because it it's a sort of a race bike. Yeah, yeah, you think that. But anyway, so it, you know, it, it, or you worked. know, given this, the way the street handles that thing. Well, yeah, that's the funny part. I mean, there's got to be something different about the uh, steering heads on them, and I couldn't tell you what, but uh, something is definitely not the same there. Yeah, I, I felt that with the with the speed, it was definitely more mm-hmm. of a, little, a little conscious effort to do. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand. It doesn't take much conscious effort to make it go fast with the throttle. It takes no conscious effort. None whatsoever. If you think about the throttle too hard, you blast off down the street. So I, I pulled out of that parking lot, and I went for it. And I'm pretty sure I caught it. The world but went plaid. The world went plaid. You know when you're accelerating so hard that like your vision goes tunnel-y vision? That's really fun. There, there was even the generic woman in the long skirt walking down the street and her yep. dress flying skirt. up. In the Whoa, rain. Oh, goodness. In the rain. Yeah, which was a little weird. Yeah, but it was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Street Triple and the Speed Triple. Wicked, wicked fun bikes. <laughs> very, very good bikes. So, and then there was the Rocket 3. The Rocket 3, the Cruiser. Danger. Rocket 3. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rocket Cruiser of the... The Cruiser of the Bunch. Which, uh... I don't think it lost anything by being a cruiser. You know, I think you're right. I was I was amazed at that thing and how like, and you know, I'm saying, I'm saying amazed at all of these. But I've been riding, I've ridden some really crappy bikes, and these are not them. <laughs> this was not a poor handling, no. pokey. No, it wasn't. wasn't and you like, know, you look at a thing, and that thing is like Fat Albert. Oh you God, it's humongous. The enormous, high, rounded tank. It's got the I don't know what the hell the cowling things are on the side. I got to say, those are. Those are just like pseudo futuristic cowling things, as far as I can tell. They're British. Yes, good. <coughs> we wouldn't understand. <laughs> Cheerio, pit pop, bearings on the side, and a big engine, and a really big engine. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, they they made that thing kind of look like a car engine. Well, it's it's a twenty three hundred cc three banger. It's uh, it displaces more than my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not like the Boss Haas, which. Which is really a car Which engine. Which is a car engine. But it looks like a car. I mean, just the it's big, it's blocky, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shiny. That's it? That's your criteria for a car engine? Yeah, big block. Well, yeah. So if I made like a block of aluminum out back, you'd be like, God, it's a car engine! Yeah. Drop that in. I'm not that bright. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> you been paying attention to my shenanigans with the Buell? Oh, right. Yeah, good yeah. point. I'm not so bright that way. So, Rocket... The Rocket 3 was the only one they actually warned us about. They did. Which it is was... hilarious, by the way, because have, I don't know if we've covered this, but the speed triple is fast. And they said not a word. Bye, guys. Have fun. La, 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 la. We're going to go listen to the band. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go listen to the band and overcook some hamburgers. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but, yeah, the Rocket 3, we got it, and the guy just looks at us, and he's like, you know, you're going to want to watch the back. It'll break loose. Mmm. <laughs> like, mm. Okay. Good advice. Like what? Me got crappy tires on this thing? I, I was thinking, is that a dare? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's little kids right there with their dads. You want me to smoke up the rear for them? <laughs> oh, wait, talk talk about straightening up the, the Rocket 3. Picking it up. Oh, yeah, picking this, up the this Rocket massive, 3. So it's 
Just hundreds of pounds. Mega huge, holy crap bike weighs probably north of 700 pounds. I don't have the numbers in front of me. but And then you pick it up, and it just picks right up. Like it's nothing. And goes weightless. And goes weightless on you. Well, semi-weightless. I'm sure once you get it over far enough, it's... Uh, It'll kill the, you. The turnaround at the dump was a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, one, the, the, the weight on this thing is carried really low. Yeah, which was, did wonders for it. Very well balanced. Yeah, don't go out and buy one for your first bike. It's not actually light. It's not actually light. It's not actually that friendly. No. No, the rev limiter does work properly, though. But uh, we got it out onto the road, pointed straight down the road, and... Checked the rev limiter. Yeah. A couple times. And the, tire, and the back does break loose. Well, see, there you go. It's a good thing you had the warning. Yeah. Or you wouldn't have known to do it. <laughs> Never would have occurred to me to try that on that cruiser. <laughs> Despite the fact that every magazine article ever about the Rocket 3 has somebody smoking the rear tire up. Like, I think there are more tires, more, there are more pictures of Rocket 3s with the rear tire smoking than there are with the rear tire gripping the road. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those were unintentional. <laughs> the guy just got on I could on buy it. it. <laughs> he got on it. look on his face. He's like, oh, God! <laughs> well, they're all wearing full-face helmets, so you can't see the look of horror. What have I done? <laughs> but, yeah, the rev limiter, Todd. That, how, how? It, it works, you know? I, it's, it does, does per, why performs do you, why as, do you know as specified. Why do you know I that? I heard from well, a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Why would, I mean, why would be bouncing off the web red a little bit? I don't know. I, he must have grabbed a real big handful of uh, of uh, throttle on a straightaway uh, outside like, the dump. Like a dump road. Yeah, like a dump road with nobody on it. Yeah, yeah. and you're in second gear. Yeah. He was in second gear. Yeah, yeah, he, he, that other guy. No. <laughs> yeah, so so it, it goes fast. It goes really fast. But in general, I have to say, the whole package of the Rocket 3 was really impressive for a cruiser. Sexy bike. Sexy bike. Sexy pick-up women at stoplight bikes. Mm-hmm. Don't pick up women on the dump road. No. Not not recommended. No. But, you know, we probably could have. That's how sexy it was. It was that good. Yeah. As dorky as we looked on them, with, mm-hmm. you know, our, our, you know, essentially, we were dressed in for, like, sport bike riding. Yep. Yep. We've got, we got full suits on. Mm-hmm. Bright colors. colors. <laughs> it's safe that way. <laughs> not the not the classic uh, cruiser rider look, nor the vintage British biker look. No, no, neither one of those. But we still could have picked up chicks. That's how cool the Rocket the mm-hmm. is. It, oh, yes. It instantly makes you ten times cooler. That sure worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have bought it. <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> You know they were they were starting to fill out the paperwork for that speed triple for you before we even got back. Oh God, I would have had to call home for permission. It would have been like, no. <laughs> they just saw you leave, and they were like, oh, let's let's just start. Mm, it we'll now. just we'll start here. And, uh, <laughs> we got his we'll charge him extra for the tow. <laughs> we'll charge his card now. Yeah. So yeah, that was the triumph triumph demo day. I'm looking yep. forward to some more demo days. Yeah, and, uh, I think so. BMW, BMW's got one coming up. Do they? And the, and they do ooh, tri- Triumphs too. Ooh, 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 you know what I bet they have? I bet they have the new six-cylinder. Oh? Yes. The new six-cylinder Grand Light Truck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a Ducati day, because I need Ducati to ride the Diavel. Totally. Yep, oh yeah. Gotta, gotta or... give that Devil They'll they'll tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they'll help. Yeah, you know I I was at the dealer in San Diego, the San Diego Motorsports, hmm. 
And they are not a dedicated Ducati dealer. Mm-hmm. They got all brands, hmm. all the imports. Wow, so like everything and its uncle. Yeah, and it's weird because I'm, I'm talking to the guy who won't let me ride it. Sure, no, naturally. Why would they let you ride anything? Yeah. I mean, look at you. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the other Ducati dealers, they do demos and stuff. And he's like, well, we're a Ducati dealer. I'm like, really? Where's the espresso machine? (laughs) Where are the girls in tight shirts to serve me bottled water? I like those. No, I've got nothing against those. But they did not have them. Mm. I, I doubt their credibility, suddenly. He had no clothes with the word Ducati anywhere on him. Not even the obligatory baseball hat? No. Cover up his bald spot? No. And his receding hairline? Nothing. Wow. And he was only 25. Spooky. Yeah. Mm. I don't like it. I, 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 feel I right. wonder if Ducati even knows they're selling Ducatis. Could be. They could buy them from somebody else and then resell them. <laughs> that, that's my theory. <laughs> they're not for real. <laughs> not a real Ducati deal. You, you know how if you, you go to Mexico and you go past those the three gift booths, they're selling the... the the plaster Mickey Mouse, plaster Bart Simpson, but it's like just Batman. slightly off somehow. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's not real. Like it's it's Bart Simpson with yeah. a little accent over the A kind of thing. I'm thinking if I look close to these Ducatis, would it have like a little accent mark above the U? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Ducati. But man, it was fun to sit on that bike. The yeah, novel. I want to ride that sucker this right. year. We'll go ride it. Yes. So that brings us nicely into. The future. The future. Yes. So, things we hope to have in future shows. We're going to ride something every week. Something new to us. To us. Yeah, good save there. We're going to ride something new to us. That may mean... Dealers be warned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're we're very safe riders. They'll probably be more inclined to let us ride if, you know, because we're... Podcast. Ooh, yeah, good call. Yeah. Great publicity. Hey, yeah. seven people will hear you. <laughs> <laughs> they may even want to come from out of. We're state. hoping. We're hoping soon, eight people will hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll ride. We'll ride and something. talk about it. Yep, and talk about it. Even if all we can find is a beat up old Honda moped, we're gonna ride it. We we actually should find an old Honda moped. I'd like to ride one with the pedals. We have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. Honda mopeds, all the time, every day. (laughs) We're going to ride stuff. (laughs) And we're going to do Q&As. So uh, if you have questions, we want to hear them. Yeah, mechanical questions, because Todd knows mechanical stuff. I can answer some specific fuel mechanical questions now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sometimes I've even write about mechanical stuff. That's the fun part. Questions about riding, questions about where to go. Mm-hmm. What Questions about what to buy. What to buy, what to ride first. How to match your gear to your bike and color. What Corona t-shirt to wear on your crotch mm-hmm. rocket. Very important. Yeah. Yep. And we'll do some interviews. We've got a few people lined up to interview already. We're going to interview some owners of local schools. We're going to interview some dealers. We're going to interview... Maybe we can find a, an author of a, a touring book or two. And Oh, wow. If only a guy like that had sold you a bike, huh? Had sold me a Buell and maybe felt a little pity for my plight <laughs> and would come and sit in my basement and talk to me about his book. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to we're gonna do some interviews with some fun motorcycle people. And of course, we'll do a lot of BSing because frankly, we're pretty good at that. That's what we do. That's, that's our thing. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. That's it for this week. So thanks for listening to Wheel Nerds. I'm Todd. I'm Chuck. Ride safe, folks. We'll catch you next time. 
If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.